is AMEN, the Alpha Male Entertainment Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General, General Cigar, cigar Dave. Well, you have come to an alpha male safe space. You have found a safe harbor. You have found protection from the enemies of pleasure, from vegans, from government bureaucrats, from toxic feminists. As an alpha male, you have found your safe space. And in this safe space, we enjoy alpha male pleasure maneuvers. We enjoy cigars, we enjoy spirits, we enjoy our steaks, we enjoy dice, dames. We are unapologetic about enjoying the alpha male lifestyle. So while the little millennials may need their safe space, we as alpha males, as a minority, we should be a protected minority because let's face it, alpha males, we're an extinct species, a dying species, but I am doing my part to make sure we thrive and survive in the 21st century. Long-ash greetings and salutations, a long-ash snappy salute, semper delictatio. Always pleasure, long live the alpha, make America great again, make masculinity great again, screw the enemies of pleasure. Your five-star global general and alpha male-in-chief front and center from Command Center Alpha, very comfortable here in the Cigar City of Tampa. And as joining me as always, the security detail, the canine security detail, the unretired member of the canine security detail. We've got Pendragon's Royal Baron, and if you hear him with his big deep bark, eight and a half months old, around ninety-three pounds and growing, he is going to be a beast. Pendragon's Royal Sultan. We have left him at the Pleasure Palace, where he is now in semi-retirement. So we give him. Uh, he works like halftime right now. He has earned it after 13 years of uh, canine security detail. He has earned the right to enjoy his semi-retirement. As I mentioned to you, you have found an alpha male safe space. American University students and staff call for minority-only safe spaces on campus to promote inclusion. So let me get this straight. How are you promoting inclusion if you're restricting the safe space to only minorities. It is a contradiction in terms. It is an oxymoron. American University students, administrators pushing for spaces on campus designated for students of color, claiming it will promote diversity and inclusion. Now, I don't understand this. Should we not have, should we are a society where everyone's included. We hear that all the time that everybody should be included. We should have equal rights for all. Great, I'm all for that. I'm also for certain instances where people have the right to congregate with whom they want. For example, if a group of women would like to have a a women-only lunch club or a women-only travel club, 
They should be allowed to do that. If men want to have a male-only wine club or whiskey society, they should be allowed to do that. I have no problem with people who say, look, I want to exclude certain people from my club. For example, if I want to have only like-minded alpha males, those of us that are alphas who enjoy cigars and spirits and steaks, it's my right. If I say I don't want to have a vegan in my club, no problem. But I do find it rather amusing that these students today in college need safe spaces. And I go back to the greatest generation, the World War II generation. Their safe space at the time consisted of these 16, 17, 18, 19, 20-year-old boys storming the beaches of Normandy. There was nothing safe about being waist-high in water and having Nazi gunfire and mortars being fired at you. And yet, these little snowflakes today need a safe space. It is absolutely incredible. All right, let me, uh, got a whole bunch of, I'm just looking at my, my desk here, my beautiful glass desk. And I can tell you that it is jammed with program items that I must get to, conversational items. But there is one thing that I've always believed in as an alpha male, as an American, as somebody who believes in free speech and free debate, and that is the absolute protection under the Constitution, the First Amendment, to guarantee freedom of speech, freedom of press, freedom of religion, freedom of association. I strongly believe it. In fact, at the Syracuse SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University, which I'm a graduate of, I remember there were sayings about the First Amendment all over Newhouse as a journalism and a broadcast uh, journalism and broadcast uh, school. There were references everywhere around the buildings, Newhouse 1 and Newhouse 2 at the time. Now there's a Newhouse 3 about the rights granted under the First Amendment. In fact, President Lyndon Baines Johnson actually dedicated, uh, I believe it was the original Newhouse School, or maybe it was Newhouse 2. One of the two, he definitely uh, was there for the, the, uh, the commemoration. But I've always believed very strongly in First Amendment rights. And there, that's why I'm not afraid to debate at any place or any time anyone. If I believe in something, as an alpha male, as an educated, as a smart, confident alpha male, we have no problems debating people because we rely on facts, not on fantasy. And you'll find that many wussified betas, many Dems, they don't want to engage in debate. Why? Because they cannot engage in rational, factual-based discussions. I see it all the time. I'll engage in, I'm never afraid to mix it up. You know, I'll be at a party or a dinner, and people will say, now look, Dave, you, you got to hold it down. You, these are big liberals. You can't go crazy. Just, just, you got to just tone it down. So I'll sit, and I'll be on my best behavior, and I'm always polite. But when they say things that are so outrageous, I'm not going to let it go uncorrected. I'm not going to sit idly by like a wussified beta and say, they can say whatever they want. I'm not going to interject. And the one thing that the enemies of truth despise more than anything is truth. If you engage in truth in a truthful debate using facts, 
they will immediately start to put you down. They'll start saying, you're wrong, you don't know what you're talking about, you're an idiot, you're uneducated. They go through this whole litany of items that they will go through, but they never will say, well, you are factually correct. They will never say to you, you know, on that point, you are correct. However, I disagree on this, this, and this. No, no, no. When it gets too heated, do you know what the enemies of truth do? And I'm sure all of you have seen this. They get up in a huff and they say, I can't even debate. You're not even being rational. I can't, I can't talk about this anymore. They'll do it on Facebook. They'll do it on Twitter. They'll do it in person. I believe that whether you are a Democrat, Republican, Socialist, Tommy Pinko, you have the right under the Constitution of the United States to make your case. And I use this example all the time. When I was a student at Syracuse University, Jesse Jackson came to speak. I was able to get tickets. There were a couple of guys from my, actually probably about four of us from my dorm floor. Half of us were probably against Jesse Jackson. We didn't believe what he had to say. Half were pro-Jesse Jackson. But we were all polite. We listened to what he had to say. I believe he has the right to say it. And I have the right afterwards to engage in debate with what I agree or disagree with. No problem. Today on college campuses, oh, if you're a conservative, if you're, your viewpoint differs from ours, we're going to violently protest. We're going to jump up and down. We're going to go into a little three-year-old hissy fit. Why? Because remember, they've always been told they're wonderful, they're perfect, they're always right. So they can't listen to other points of view. This was very disturbing. Rep- uh, Representative Ted Lieu, spelled L-I-E-U, taxocrat, People's Republic of California, was on the House, ju- is on the House Judiciary Committee, and they were interviewing, they were questioning Google CEO Sundar, I believe it's pronounced Pichai, Pichai, about various items, various search engine tactics that are being used, if, if things are being screened, if there's a political slant. So, of course, the Dems, the taxocrats that were on the committee, they have no problem with anything being slanted until it hits them. And I always say, be very careful what you wish for. Very slippery slope. Be very careful what you... They love the deep state now, but if things all of a sudden turn around, look out. And that's why I say, I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican, the judicial process should be equal and balanced and fair for everybody. Democrat, Republican, liberal, conservative. Period. Very slippery slope when all of a sudden you start to define winners and losers based not on the judiciary, on the the merits of a case, but on somebody's political leaning. So on CNN, Brianna Keeler, the host, uh, asked Ted Lieu about failing to press Google's CEO regarding the company's vulnerabilities to outside interference. And Ted Lieu had something that was almost chilling when I hear this. Let's play it. And take a listen to what Ted Lieu, the disrespect that he has for the very First Amendment in the U.S. Constitution. I would love to be able to regulate the content of speech. The First Amendment prevents me from doing so. And that's simply a function of the First Amendment. But I think over the long run, it's better the government does not regulate the content of speech. I would urge these private sector companies to regulate it better themselves. Now... 
the mere fact that a member of Congress would say, I would love to limit freedom of speech, not only is disturbing, it is chilling. Personally, I can't stand what liberals and Democrats have to say. I can't stand their opinions. I don't agree with them in any way, shape, or form. However, never in a million years would I ever say I would love to limit their right to free speech. I would never say we should shut down what they have to say, as opposed to the millennial snowflakes on college campuses that don't want conservatives to speak. It's very simple. It's cut and dry. There's no ambiguity. There's no gray area. You are either for free speech or you are against free speech. And what Representative Ted Lieu of the People's Republic of California had to say is mortifying. He would love to regulate free speech. Let's see how much he would love that if all of a sudden conservatives or Republicans or those who he disagrees with would love to ban what he has to say. Let's see how quickly he would change his tune. Totally and completely unacceptable. All right, let's change gears here. Something a little bit more on the jovial and fun side. Because when I saw this story, it reminded me of a great scene from Boston Legal, a show that aired on ABC from 2004 to 2008, starring William Shatner as Denny Crane, attorney extraordinaire Denny Crane and James Spader, one of the great actors who played attorney Alan Shore. At the end of every Boston Legal, they would always sit on the outdoor veranda at their legal offices, two cushy, big, comfortable chairs, and they'd be smoking a cigar and having a glass of scotch or a glass of bourbon afterward. It was fantastic. They always would end the, end the show with that, talking about the events of the day or the events of the show. Just uh, two alpha males after a hard day's work enjoying a beloved cigar and a beloved spirit. Great show. Entertaining show. So we will come back to that show because there was a great scene, and it pertains to the story I am about to relate to you. I see this headline, NBCNews.com. Lesbian, most searched term of the year on two of the world's biggest porn sites. Now, just looking at that, I had to do a double take. I'm like, there is no way lesbian would be the most searched term of the year. I can think of so many other things. Hot racks, hot dames, you know, I mean, just go on and on and on. But women were 151% more likely than men to watch lesbian videos, according to Pornhub, which boasts 92 million daily visitors. And the most searched term in online porn sites this year, lesbian, according to Pornhub and YouPorn. They released their annual reports detailing users' viewing and search habits. They found that while lesbian was the top search term among women on both, among men the term was the sixth most popular on Pornhub and the tenth on YouPorn. Now I was just thinking about this. Somebody asked me this one time, and they said, what about, I don't know how we got into this. We were talking about people with a gay persuasion. They said, well, what about, women. And I said, as long as the women were hot and I get to watch, no problem. And of course, 
I said it in jest, and everyone's, oh, that's, that's a double standard. Because frankly, people can do what they want. I have zero interest in watching two men get it on. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not my cup of single malt scotch. But it reminded me of a scene from Boston Legal in which they're in the big conference room and they're discussing a case. And the lawyer involved in the case has a problem saying the word lesbian. And Alan Shore, who will get our correction, James Spader, who plays the attorney Alan Shore, very open and freewheeling guy, brings it up in a very comical scene. You mean lesbians? Where are you? Today they're calling Tracy to testify that her ex-lover was... Lesbian ex-lover. To testify that Tracy was scamming her for money. Tracy was, in fact, not an actual bona fide... Lesbian. You like saying it. I do. Say it again. Lesbian. Keep going. Lesbian, lesbian, lesbian. (laughs) All together now. Lesbian. I also like to watch. How many people are lesbian? That is, I also like to watch. Sergeant Steve, do we have a shorter abbreviated uh, cut of that just with, with Alan Shore? Just hitting the lesbian part? Lesbian. Keep going. Lesbian, lesbian, lesbian. All together now. Lesbian. Uh, classic at the end. I love to watch. All right, let's move along now. That was a classic. Absolute classic. So when I saw this story... Of course, it doesn't really rank in the top number of items that, uh, that, that, I, that are important uh, in our alpha male list. But nonetheless, when I saw that and then recalled the great scene from Boston, uh, I was going to say Boston lesbian, Freudian slip from Boston Illegal with Alan Shore, uh, played by James Spader, I had to recall, could not resist in any way, shape, or form. Those of you that are members of the Officers Club, Pleased to say the December 2018 selection is going out early next week. By the way, the number of emails that I have received about the fantastic November 2018 selection could have said, set a, an absolute record. We featured the world of Davidoff, the first time ever in the history of the Cigar Dave Officers Club. That's now 17, 18 years that we featured a Davidoff-branded cigar. It was the Davidoff Winston Churchill, the late hour. Phenomenal cigar. Great acclaim. We also featured the Camacho Corojo, big uh, magnum size, as well as the Avo Synchro Nicaragua Square Pressed off the charts. Those of you that are members of the Officers Club, next week... Your December 2018 selection is being shipped out. It is the Gurkha Ghost Gold. The success and popularity of the original Gurkha Ghost led to the creation of the Gurkha Ghost Gold. We launched this cigar. Actually, it made its worldwide debut at the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water in Buffalo mid-August. It was released at the Cigar Retailers Convention in mid-July. But those that attended the... Alpha Pleasure Fest in Buffalo, first in the world to sample the new, uh, those new cigars, the Gurkha Ghost Gold. In fact, 
We had uh, a limited number of boxes available for sale. They were all sold out. The Gurkha Ghost Gold is a richer, more medium to full-bodied smoke cigar rather than the original Gurkha Ghost. So if you like a fuller-flavored cigar, you will love the Gurkha Ghost Gold. Nice earthy profile, uh, notes of nuts, little a subtle cinnamon spice. Uses an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a Criollo 1997 binder. The Dominican, uh, the filler is from the Dominican Republic, Nicaragua, and USA. Beautiful cigar coming your way, being shipped next week. Now, you still have time. Hanukkah's over, but Christmas is still exactly, what, 10 days away. So you have 10 days to give a great holiday gift to a loved one, to a friend, to a colleague, to a boss. And if they're an alpha male, there is no better gift than a membership to the Cigar Dave Officers Club. Here's the great thing. It is month to month. You don't have to worry about signing up for six months, a year, five years. It's month to month. If you say, you know what? I want to give somebody a Cigar Dave Officers Club membership for three months or six months. Great. Sign up. Put a little note on your in your, uh, your Android, your iPhone, your Microsoft Outlook, what other calendar you use, saying, great, in three months, six months, just call to cancel. Easy to do. If you go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, easy sign-up process, month to month, three cigars come your way every month in a Cigar Dave Officers Club pouch. And I can tell you that for 2019, while we're looking at the list, I'll release the list probably next week of what we're going to uh, do for January February, and March. We've got a fantastic, phenomenal selection. Look, Gurkha Ghost Gold cigar flying off the shelves. The cigars that we featured previously this year, also all top shelf selection. You're not going to get any garbage in the Cigar Dave Officers Club, that is for sure. So $22.95 per month, great holiday gift, 10 days until Christmas. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, give a loved one, a friend, a boss, ex-husband, ex-wife, whatever the case may be, give them a gift of membership to the Cigar Dave Officers Club. The National Cigar Litation and Libation Ceremony comes your way next. The General is always on Twitter, delivering breaking news, giving you the latest intel on cigars, and battling the enemies of pleasure. Chat with the General now at Cigar Dave Show. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, 
quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Last week, I spent uh, the afternoon at Rocky Patel World Headquarters in Naples, and we spent an hour during our Cigar Masters uh, segment or feature with Rocky Patel, Nish Patel, Nimish Desai, Hamlet Paredes, and one of the cigars that was released last July at the Cigar Retailers Convention in Las Vegas that I absolutely love is the Rocky Patel Tavacusa. It is named after their factory down in Nicaragua called Tavacusa. This cigar, when I smoked it for the very first, I remember Rocky and Nimish giving me, this has got to be about a year ago, giving me some samples to try. And I said, you know, I would tweak this, I would tweak that a little bit, but I like it overall. Then they gave me some other samples, probably last March, April, and I said, I think you guys have it. They said, well, that's going to be our Tavacusa. Wait until it's aged. And when they gave it to me at the Cigar Retailers Convention, I went up to Rocky and Nish, and I said, Nimish, I said, what did I tell you? Hit it, man. Out of the park. Now, it uses a San Andreas wrapper from Mexico. It uses fillers and binders from Condega in the Jalapa Valley and Esteli. It's got nice, robust notes of pepper, spice, little cedar. Very, very smooth. As Rocky likes to say, it's smooth and it's balanced. And it is. It's a very pleasant cigar. Those of you that want a medium, medium plus cigar, this would be for you. Comes in three sizes, a Robusto 5.5 by 50, a Toro 6.5 by 52, and the 60, which is what I will smoke today, the 6 by 60. And before I left Rocky Patel World HQ, I made sure I had Nimish grab me a box of these Rocky Patel Tavacusa 6 by 60s, reasonably priced, worth every single cent. And I'm going to tell you that, uh, the response has been overwhelming. I know that there uh, was a back order issue. They're starting to fill those, but very, very nice cigar. You are looking probably about uh, 10 bucks, 11 bucks for this particular cigar. The Gordo, which is the 6x60, is going to run you uh, probably just a little bit more than that, maybe in the 11, 11 and a half, 12 dollar category. But a beautiful cigar, the Rocky Patel Tavacusa. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Self-sharpening, double-edged, stainless steel guillotine ready for cutting maneuvers. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Well, 
Got in my hand the Cigar Dave Mala. Make America Lightate again. Beautiful looking lighter, big grip, big handle, lots of fuel. That's what I will use today from the Cigar Dave R&D Laboratories. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Perfect cut. Let me toast. It's a big cigar, so I'm going to have to take my time here doing it. Taking my time. Oh, yeah. I can smell the first few first few whiffs of this Tavacusa. Love this San Andreas Mexican wrapper. In fact, we talked about this last week. Not an easy wrapper to get. A lot of popularity on this wrapper. So I toast the foot of this beautiful, magnificent-looking cigar. We pop it rotate. Hmm. And as we do... Hmm. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Big cigar. Got to take our time here. And wherever you may be enjoying this holiday season, Hanukkah has just ended. Ended last Sunday. Christmas upon us. New Year's before you know it. I hope that... You light up many enjoyable holiday cigars and conduct your own holiday mm, litation and libation ceremony. Okay. Mm. Blowing the foot of this cigar. Need just a couple of touch-ups. Big 60 ring gauge, 60, 64 of an inch, almost an inch in diameter. Kind of need to touch that bad boy up a little bit here. Okay, here we go. All right, now I'm fully lit. Mm, absolutely mm, magnificent. All right, let us continue. Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Well, in just a few minutes, a little bit later on in the show, I'll tell you about a story involving wine, healthy for you. So I figured, why not break out a fine bottle of wine? Now, I've had wine from the U.S. We featured wine from France, but one of my favorites, one of the white wines that I enjoy, although I'm going to enjoy a red today, one of my favorite whites comes from Marques de Caceres. In fact, Somalier Dave, who will be joining us next week, will be conducting our annual holiday Happy New Year and sparkling wine champagne tasting maneuvers shows over the next few weeks. But what I have found is the that he introduced me to a, a Spanish wine that is off the charts, the Marques de Caceres Satinella. It's a semi-sweet. It's a beautiful wine, and that got me into the world of Marques de Caceres. Great wines from Spain, Espanol. But I have pulled out a wine that is a choice red wine. It is a very unique wine. The grape varieties in the wine that I've selected, the Marques de Caceres Guadium. Now that is Latin. What does Guadium mean? Joy. In fact, the high school I went to, the park school in Buffalo, the Latin motto was Veritas y Guadium, which means truth and joy. What a great name for a wine, Guadium. Joy. People are enjoying a wine. They're Enjoying conversation, it brings joy to people, just like cigars. There should be a cigar named Guadium. But only this wine is made using exceptional vintages. Small parcels planted in old vineyards, 70 years old on average. Very low yields. So this wine is 95% Tempranillo uh, grape, 5% Graciano. 
and a total of only 11.7 hectares. Over six selected parcels in the Rioja Alta region of Spain are used. Only 27,400 bottles made from 122 new French oak barrels. Very difficult wine to get. Originally released in June of this year. Very, very limited. It's a very nice wine. Let me pour a little bit here. And by the way, 18 to 20 months, Guadium is in new French oak. That's it. 18 to 20 months, two years minimum aging before bottling. Deep dark color on this. On the nose, I'm getting hmm, some black cherries. Mm, almost a bold spiciness. Let me say cheers. Take a sip here. Mmm. 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 Oh. Very, very pleasant. Oh boy. I gotta take another sip of this to really appreciate this. This is made a lot of oak on this. Very nice, very pleasant. Getting some tannins, wild fruits, a lot of almost like a dark chocolate, some espresso coffee notes on here. Take another sip here. Oh yeah, this is beautiful. Now I should also tell you, it is a very expensive wine. It's about $300 a bottle. I didn't pay for this bottle, it was given to me. And I should also tell you that I didn't open the bottle because I use a device, the Coravan device, which allows you to put a small needle into the cork and you inject some argon gas. The wine comes out, slow stream. You hit the argon gas again, the button for the gas, and the wine does not rot because argon is a naturally producing gas that, uh, that is in wines that uh, basically keeps the wine fresh. Because if you think I was going to open up a 300 some odd dollar bottle of wine for one pour, no chance. Here's the great thing. If I go to open this bottle of Marcus de Caceres Guadium in a year, five years, ten years, it's going to keep aging. It's going to maintain its original character and just keep getting better and better. I've talked about the Coravan system. Actually, now you can see they're advertising Originally, it was uh, I found out about it in an airline magazine that did a little article on it. And you'd have to order it online. Now they're at Macy's and Bed Bath & Beyond, and I think they're at Nordstrom and Neiman and, uh, and stores all across the country. And you see them advertising. They have different models. Works like a charm. Absolutely spectacular. So I've got my Rocky Patel Tabacusa. Perfect accompaniment with my Marques de Caceres Guadium and a $300 bottle of wine is not my everyday wine. There are great wines that are 15 bucks, 20 bucks, 30 bucks. You don't have to spend 300. This was a gift given to me, but during the holiday season, very appropriate to pair it with a fine cigar, this Rocky Patel Tabacusa. 
Never miss a minute of the show when you download the Cigar Dave mobile app. For Apple, Android, and Kindle devices, you can listen to our 24-7 continuous stream of the latest show or download the recent podcasts to listen to anytime on your mobile device. Get the Cigar Dave mobile app in the App Store. Search Cigar Dave. Every month, I strive to bring you the best cigars to feature in the Cigar Dave Officers Club. We have had incredible selections. Last month, selection over the top from the world of Davidoff. We have a great selection for December 2018 featuring the Gurkha Ghost Gold. The success and popularity of the original Gurkha Ghost led to the creation of the Gurkha Ghost Gold. Bolder flavor profile. If you prefer a richer, more medium to full-bodied cigar, you will love the Gurkha Ghost Gold. Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, Criollo 97 wrapper, Dominican, Nicaraguan, and USA fillers. When we launched this cigar, the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Water in Buffalo mid-August, every box that was available for sale sold out. You will love this cigar. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club and get great cigars such as the Gurkha Ghost Gold. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm going to go with the Decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I got to tell you, it's my favorite. You know what, Nish and Rocky? You both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree. But guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. General keeps clipping happy humidors to you. Yo, you girls are singing the wrong lyrics there. It's the humidor season, and Cigar Dave is coming round. Bundles of sticks that he's got by the pound. And when the general passes them round, we're gonna light them up and burn them down. It's the humidor season And a cigar day for looking resplendent Is gonna bring a stick to every lieutenant He's the smoking superintendent So light him up and burn him down He sips the best cognac, drives Cadillacs. He stands up when the flag unfurls. He smokes the finest sticks, dates the hottest chicks. The ones we call the harem girls. It's the humidor season. The holiday season. So hoop-dee-doo. 
and dickory date and don't forget to puff and rotate when we get together and all I take we're gonna light them up and burn them down A girl so stacked you'd have a heart attack She never makes him beg or plead She ain't no stinking hick She's a classy chick Known for generosity It's the humidor season The holiday season it's, uh, uh, You chicks are starting to tick me off Degree date Don't forget to puff and rotate When we get together And all I date We're gonna light them up, baby Light them up, baby Frankie Sumatra from the Cigar Dave Singers as we are in the full festive holiday season and speaking of holidays... In conjunction with Hanukkah that ended last Sunday, we celebrate also a holiday that I created. The Festival of Lightation. And Festival of Lightation ran concurrent with Hanukkah 2018. And let me go through the cigars that I selected, one for each night of the Festival of Lightation. Night number one, we started off with a magnificent cigar Top shelf all the way, very limited. The Padron Family Reserve, number 85, Maduro. I love the Maduros from Padron. The Naturals are great too, but they're Maduro off the charts. And the Family Reserve 85 was launched to commemorate the 85th or 85th birthday of founder and patriarch of the Padron Cigar family, Jose O. Padron. Night number two. Had to go with a cigar that we, a relatively new cigar that we featured at the Cigar Dave Pleasure, Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water in Buffalo mid-August. The Gurkha Marquesa using a Sumatra wrapper, Nicaraguan binder and filler. The most Cubanesque of all these cigars that are featured or that, that, that have been released by Gurkha because every one of their cigars, the packaging is very unique. The cigars are great, but they're not Cubanesque. That's what Gurk, got Gurk on the map. Just so such unique packaging and their blends. But they wanted to go a little retro. The Marquesa is an absolutely magnificent cigar. Love it. Reasonably priced. Night number three. We already had a cigar number one that was medium to full. The Marquesa number two is more medium plus. Went with a more mild to medium cigar. And that is the Fonseca Classic. Connecticut, USA, shade wrapper, Dominican filler and binder. The Fonseca Classic, night number three. For night number four, had to go with the Rocky Patel Vintage 2006 San Andreas. Beautiful Mexican wrapper, Connecticut binder, Nicaraguan filler, a medium-bodied cigar. And then for night number five, we went with a Connecticut with a lot of flavor. The Drew Estate Undercrown Shade, Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, Sumatra binder, Nicaraguan and Dominican filler. Night number six, Went with a cigar that we featured in the Officers Club over a year ago from Balmoral. The Balmoral Añejo XO with a sun-grown 
Brazilian Arapiraca wrapper, Dominican Olor binder, filler from the Dominican, Nicaraguan Esteli, and their exclusive stock cut Brazilian Matanorte, a beautiful cigar, Balmoral, reasonably priced, going to be in the $8, $9 category, fabulous cigar, they've launched a whole bunch of new cigars, but very impressive. Night number seven went with a cigar that was launched at the cigar correction at the cigar retailers convention in mid-July of this year, the Alec and Bradley Blind a Blind Faith. It was the first time that Alec Rubin and Bradley Rubin, the brothers that Alec Bradley Cigar is named after, created their own blend. Honduran wrapper, Honduran Nicaraguan binder, Nicaraguan filler, fabulous cigar, very unique taste. Impressive packaging, impressive blend. I told Alec and Bradley at the Cigar Retailers Convention, we told them right on camera, they did a magnificent job. And for the final night of the Festival of Lightation 2018, I selected the Davidoff Escurio. Beautiful cigar with Brazilian roots, Ecuadorian dark wrapper, Brazilian binder, Brazilian and Dominican filler, a nice medium very balanced, complex cigar with notes of sweetness and a little bit of spice. So there you have it. The eight nights of cigars featured during the Festival of Lightation 2018. All right, very quickly here in our remaining couple of minutes. In my hometown of Buffalo, Western New York Theater of Operations, the Erie County Legislature voted on the Erie County Public Health Protection Act. you got to love these acts. They're always coming up with all these, we're here to protect you. And of course, it's the taxocrats that are always here to protect you, right? They wrapped three laws into one. Basically, this new Erie County Public Health Protection Act would prohibit smoking in a vehicle if a child is a passenger. It would prevent lighting up in a bus shelter or around a bus shelter. That would be illegal. And a third, more controversial item it would make it illegal for drug stores to sell cigarettes, e-cigarette products, cigars, or any other tobacco if they sell drugs or pharmaceuticals. So, for example, CVS, Walgreens, if you go to Wegmans, a supermarket, they have a drug store there. They dispense prescriptions. It would make it illegal. Just what we need more of a nanny state. Well, I want to play the two cuts First of all, this is Erie County legislator and the minority leader, Joseph Lorigo, a Republican. He was not pleased at all with this particular law, and he even swipes at how the Dems always come up with these fancy names. The Erie County Public Health Protection Act. It's more like the Erie County Big Government is going to get in your way act. Let's hear what Minority Leader Joseph Lorigo. We have three laws or other laws sitting on the table right now that address each and every one of these topics. Why aren't we voting on them individually? Why do we? Um, this is a question for the sponsors, which we're allowed to do under the new rules. So we'll just keep it. Why, why do we put these three things together under the Public Health Protection Act? You know, that's one thing that. I feel like the other side is, is great at we you know you guys name laws really good things <laughs> you know well done we should get better at that because how do you vote against the public health protection act but that's not what this is you want to vote against you want to vote for protecting kids let's do that you want to vote against or vote to get smoking out of bus shelters let's do that you want to regulate small businesses and hurt the poor in the city let's talk about that differently 
Well, the taxocrat Peter Savage, who proposed this law, said that it's important that we regulate public health. This is going to be good for the public health. Well, my feeling is this. How about then, you want to protect the public? No candy, no chips, no snacks, no sodas, no sugary items, no hammers, because somebody could hurt themselves in any drugstores. This is AMEN, the Alpha Male Entertainment Network. From Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure friendly hotlines are open. 877 Dave 007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time. For the General, General Cigar, Cigar Day. Well, during the holiday season, we are going to consume ample amounts of festive libations, ample amounts of fine cigars, and of course, incredible delicacies. But there is a way that you can partake in one of the delicacies without actually having to eat said delicacy. And I will talk about that in just a few moments. But as always, we strap in for our number two of the Cigar Dave Show as we unabashedly enjoy great alpha male good life pleasure maneuvers. We don't apologize for working hard. We don't apologize for playing hard. Does not happen any way, shape, or form. So get ready, my fellow alphas, as we enjoy more alpha male good life maneuvers. All right, in the uh, end of the first hour, we talked about what's going on in Erie County, New York, which is the county in which my hometown of Buffalo, New York, happens to reside in. And as always, leave it to the taxocrats. Leave it to the taxocrats to come in and say, we are going to dictate to you how you should live your life. We are going to dictate to you what you can and cannot buy. We are going to dictate where certain products may and may not be sold. I've always said they would have a very difficult time with an outright prohibition of eliminating those of us that enjoy cigars, or any smoking for that matter. So what's the next best thing when you cannot prohibit people from enjoying a certain product, whether it's alcohol, whether it's cigars, whatever the case may be. Soon it's going to be coffee and it's going to be meat. Mark my words, it's going to happen. What's the next best thing for bureaucrats, enemies of pleasure, and governments to do? Well, we can't prohibit it, but we can make it harder for people to enjoy or find places where they can purchase their products. And we talked about Erie County, New York. They passed the Erie County... Public Health Protection Act. Now think about this for a minute, if you will. The Erie County Public Public Erie County Public Health Protection Act. Who are they protecting? What are they protecting? Well, they're protecting number one, prohibiting people from smoking in a vehicle if there is a child in the car or in the SUV or in the truck. I remember as a kid, my grandfather 
would have his gold label cigars lit. He was in the wallpaper and paint business. I'd go in the truck with him. Of course, the windows would always be rolled down, so it was no problem. We would enjoy, I would just absolutely love, just love being around my grandfather. I would just love being around the aroma of those incredible cigars. Loved it. It was a beautiful thing. It still is a beautiful thing. But now all of a sudden, my grandfather's cigar Abe would be considered a criminal. Ooh, scary, scary, scary. Why? Because he would enjoy his cigars in the truck with the windows open with me in the car or in the truck. It would also make it illegal to light up in or around bus shelters. Okay, fine, no problem. The third most controversial part of the Erie County Public Health Protection Act, it would make it illegal for drug stores or any other store that sells pharmaceutical products, prescription drugs, it would make it illegal for them to sell cigarettes, e-cigarettes, pipe tobacco, or cigars in their stores. And I left off with the remarks of Minority Leader Joseph Loriga, Republican, who's the legislative, uh, uh, the minority leader. And he basically said that, why group this law? Why group three different laws into one? And that he, he basically uh, said that one thing the Democrats do great, the taxocrats, they come up with great names for their supposed laws. The Erie County Public Health Protection Act. Ooh, they're protecting us all. And I stated that it is absolutely ridiculous because it's a slippery slope. Once it starts, once they start prohibiting certain items, mark my words, it just is going to get worse and worse and worse. Guaranteed. They're not going to stop. They're not going to stop until they say, we're going to eliminate meat, we're going to eliminate coffee. Any product we deem to be unhealthy, we're just going to eliminate it. Let me play the legislative chairman, Peter Savage, who proposed this Erie County Public Health Protection Act, what he had to say, because there's a very interesting part of his statement that I will comment on. Again, taxocrat Peter Savage, Erie County legislative chairman up in Buffalo. Not every piece of every, piece of, of every provision of every piece of legislation that I voted on do I 100% agree with. That's what makes law making and law writing difficult. And if you don't, if you object to a provision of the law and you feel so strongly about a provision of the law, then the remedy is to not support that law. That's our, our, our right and our conscience to do so. Uh, but there's no question that the issues contained and the provisions contained within this law are related. No question at all. Uh, let me speak directly to the pharmacy bill, which I proudly uh, have introduced uh, going back a couple of years. I agree we shouldn't overregulate business. I do agree with that. But I do also believe that reasonable, narrowly construed restriction in the interest of public health is appropriate. So he doesn't believe in over-regulating business, but a, something to protect the public health is fine. Okay. Okay, Peter Savage, taxocrat from Erie County, New York. If we're going to make it illegal to sell products that endanger the public health, then why not eliminate from drug stores, 
and supermarkets. Why don't we eliminate any junk food? Why don't we eliminate candy? Any product that contains sugar? Why don't we eliminate potato chips and Fritos and Doritos and popcorn? Why don't we eliminate soda? Oh, mark my words, that's coming. Why don't we eliminate... I was in a drugstore a couple of days ago, and I saw they actually sell hammers, uh, uh, hammers and nails. That's dangerous. Why don't we eliminate the sale of hammers and nails? I mean, let's face it. That is a very dangerous item. Somebody could accidentally hit that hammer on their finger, break their finger. We're protecting public health. It is a slippery slope. You could play this game on and on and on and on. I say enough of government uh, intervention. We don't need it. Americans, not all Americans, but many Americans, all us alphas, we're smart enough to make our own decisions. We are smart enough to say, this is what we like. This is what we want to enjoy. Leave us alone. Very, very simple game. And if somebody says they've got a problem with Americans making decisions, my answer to them would be, there is no basis. In fact, in fact, if you look at the founding of this country, it was on personal choice. It was on personal freedom. They are taking that away. Why? Because they feel we're just too dumb. We can't make our own decisions. Enough is enough. We're very smart. As alphas, we are incredibly smart. We do not need to be told what to do. Very simple game. End of discussion. Now, one of the things that the enemies of pleasure, the politicians, I guarantee, will want to eliminate, mark, take, mark my words, guaranteed, they are going to want to eliminate any junk food. Any food they deem is not healthy, nope, sorry, we're, you're done, you can't have it, it's not going to happen, get out of the way, period, not good for you, we're going to tell you what you can and cannot have. But here's a way that you can enjoy one of the great culinary delicacies in America and in the world. I'm talking about Kentucky Fried Chicken. I'm talking about that great recipe featuring, what is it, 11 herbs and spices that Colonel Sanders, Harlan T. Sanders himself, created. That's in a vault somewhere at KFC headquarters in Louisville, Kentucky. Well, here's a way you can enjoy fried chicken without the guilt without the calories, without the fat. KFC is introducing their limited edition 11 Herb and Spice KFC Fire Log that you put in a fire, you put it in your, your uh, uh, where, where you're going to light a fire during the holidays, you put that log in there, and you will get the unmistakable aroma of walking into a KFC. It's like you are right at that KFC. You will get that incredible aroma. You will be able to enjoy and your mouth will salivate. The problem is after you smell the 11 herb and spice KFC fire log, you'll want to go out to KFC and grab a bucket of chicken. No doubt about it. The smell of Colonel's original recipe fried chicken, unmistakable, KFC said noting it worked with Envirolog to create the ultimate winter necessity. It's made the, the, the uh, what do you call it, the environmentalists, they're going to be happy about this. Created with 100% recycled materials, can burn up to three hours. However, they should put a warning on the side. 
it may result in a craving for fried chicken. Put a warning label. Now, I can just see the enemies of pleasure, the food police, saying, wait a minute. This is a secret conspiracy, a secret plot by KFC to get people into the mood, get people craving KFC Kentucky Fried Chicken and going out to buy it. It's a secret illegal plot. Andrea Zahumensky, the chief marketing officer for KFC in the U.S., said, KFC has always been proud of our role in bringing loved ones together at the dinner table around a bucket of our world-famous fried chicken. Now this winter, we're bringing all the things we love, family, friends, and fried chicken, together around the fire with our scented fire log. They're limiting the sale to only five uh, one-pound logs per customer. I have an update. Update. Sergeant Steve, we have an update. They are sold out. They sold out within hours. Already? Yes, but don't worry. I was worry. just going to go to the we, website. Don't worry. We have secured an ample amount for the Pleasure Palace. Outstanding. I mean, let's face it. The thought of walking, that smell that you get from KFC. You can get fried chicken at the supermarket or at another store. It's not the same as KFC. It's not the same also when you're eating their mashed potatoes or the coleslaw with, without the spork, you know, which is the combination fork and spoon. You got to have it, period. If you don't have it, forget about it. Got to have that. So... Quite interesting. It is sold out. And the website is, I've not, let me go to the website right now, Sergeant Steve. Hold on a second. It is kfcfirelogs.com. And you beat me to the punch because I was going to go and place an order during the show here. Wait a minute. Let's see here. Yep. Sold. This is, this, this is unacceptable. It is sold. I can't believe they're sold out already. They're, they're going to make more. There's no doubt about it. Uh, each fire log Two and a half to three hours of that great Kentucky fried chicken scent. Oh, I can smell it right now. All right. I know the food police are going to be in a tizzy, but screw them. All right. When we come back, got a couple other items that we will get to. Much more coming your way, front and center. I can smell the KFC original 11 herbs and spices, even though there's none at Command Center Alpha. The General is now on Instagram. Follow him for pictures of the latest cigars, libations, and what he's enjoying during the show. (laughs) That could be interesting, and we'll have to block out some faces. Go to Instagram and search Cigar Cigar Day. Every month, I strive to bring you the best cigars to feature in the Cigar Dave Officers Club. We have had incredible selections. Last month, selection over the top from the world of Davidoff. We have a great selection for December 2018 featuring the Gurkha Ghost Gold. The success and popularity of the original Gurkha Ghost led to the creation of the Gurkha Ghost Gold. Bolder flavor profile. If you prefer a richer, more medium to full-bodied cigar, you will love the Gurkha Ghost Gold. Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, Criollo 97 wrapper, Dominican, Nicaraguan, and USA fillers. When we launched this cigar, the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Water in Buffalo mid-August, every box that was available for sale sold out. You will love this cigar. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club and get great cigars such as the Gurkha Ghost Gold. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, $22.95 per month, gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. America is under attack. 
Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. I love Paris in the springtime. I love Paris in the fall. The great chairman of the board, Frank Sinatra. I love Paris in the winter when it drizzles. I love Paris in the summer when it sizzles. Well, what an appropriate song to play. Because this week in the City of Lights, Gay Paris, it has been illuminated by cars being set on fire, thousands of protesting yellow vests, who are people that earn their living by driving, commute to work. Why are they so ticked off? Because French President... Mackie Macron, as I call him, Emmanuel Monroe, uh, Emmanuel Monroe, Emmanuel Macron, I just call him Mackie Macron, wanted to raise the gas tax 25 cents, the equivalent of 25 cents per gallon, and 10 cents on diesel. Why? To fight climate change. Meanwhile, the cost of gas in France, in Paris, is 7.06 per gallon. Half of that in taxes. Now think about that for a second. What do we pay here in the U.S.? I just looked. Sergeant Steve, I don't know where uh, where where you get your gas, but I just saw. I think uh, what did I see? Like 2.58 a gallon is what I just recently saw. What's what's the latest? I, I filled up at 2.19 yesterday. Okay, well, so it's roughly depends where you go, but 2.19. And I've got to fill up actually right after the show. I've got to fill up. So I will do that. So let's just say $2.25 a gallon. Now, of course, if you live in California, New York State, you're going to pay probably 50 cents a gallon more. But let's just say hypothetically $2.50 a gallon as a national average. In France alone, their taxes are over $3.50 a gallon, more than what we pay. Now think about this. Macron says, we're going to fight climate change, and who's going to get screwed? Who are the people that are going to get screwed, that are going to get nailed? The middle class, the working class. But they don't care because we're here to fight global climate change, which is another total cock and bull fabricated story. Fabricated BS junk science, period. Now, the United Nations came up with a special climate report that calls for, within 12 years, a carbon tax of 5,500 per ton. That equals 
$49 per gallon of gas. Can you imagine going in and it would cost you $1,000 to fill up your tank? Who are these idiots at the U.N. anyway? And then by 2100, the U.N. says that a carbon tax of 27000 per ton or 240 per gallon is required so that global warming does not increase more than 1.5 degrees. Can you imagine $240 a gallon? All right. It would cost the average person, what, four or $5,000 to fill up their tank? Please. Didn't we hear this nonsense from, from Al Boron that said, the earth has got the flu. It is global. It is global warming. We got everything's melting within by 2010. Everything's going to be melted by 2018. These beaches will be gone. And here we are, 2018. Everything's fine. Isn't it amazing? It is absolutely incredible. Never ceases to amaze me. So France is burning over climate change. And the reason I played this song is because I've got some great lyrics. Sergeant Steve, hit that song one more time. I'll give you my first stanza in I Love Paris. I love, I love Paris when it's burning. I love, I love Paris, Paris when it's fried. I love Paris when Macron cried. I love Paris when it's gone. There you go. I love Paris when it's burning. I love Paris when it's fried. I love Paris when Macron cried. I love Paris when it's gone. I don't know if you saw Macron. He, he hid like a wussified beta for a week. And then finally he comes out looking all contrite and sad like a wussified beta with his head between his tail saying, please forgive me. Let me make it up to you. I'm going to rescind the tax. Please, 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 please. I'm sorry. I will do it again. It's amazing. Miss, but President Macron, the guy that said, oh, he's just like Obama all over again. He's a brilliant guy, genius, going after Trump, saying we need a European army. Criticizing Trump because he was the only country, the only smart elected leader to say, we're pulling out of this cockamamie Paris climate change because China and India and all these other countries, they're not abiding by it. But meanwhile, we're reducing our emissions. Screw this. But Macron, want a jacket. Screw the people. Just jack it right to those people that it's going to hurt most. He had a little rude thing coming. His popularity is what, 18%? Mackie McCrone, bye-bye, Wussified Beta. You, you need to add some alpha to your Facebook news feed. By following The General, you'll get the latest intel in the world of cigars. Info on the show each week and see what The General is smoking. Click like at Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. 
Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar-making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. It's the most wonderful time of the show. Ranking Sumatra back once again. General is gripping a stick for a clipping, and that's when you know it's the most wonderful time of the show. It's the half happiest segment of all. With cigar-friendly meetings and long ashes greetings when lieutenants call, it's the half-happiest segment of all. There'll be cigars for clipping and cognac for sipping from Tampa to San Diego. It's all over the nation, it's cigar litation, it's right here on your radio. It's the most wonderful time of the show. So go through your selection and choose with affection, cause everyone knows it's the most wonderful time of the show. Frankie Sumatra and these Cigar Dave singers, they're very busy during this holiday season. We've got them all over the place. Opening up for Wayne Newton in Vegas. Opening up for the biggest name acts around the world. Vegas, Atlantic City, Indian casinos all over the country. Unbelievable. The fact that we can still get them here on the Cigar Dave show. A testament to our drawing power. All right, a couple of things. First of all, a very happy birthday to Mama the Brit. That is Mick the Brit's mother. Celebrating uh, celebrated her birthday, I believe, yesterday. I know Mick the Brit, being a good son, took Mama the Brit out for dinner. So a very happy birthday to Mama the Brit over in London in the UK. And to our own Colonel Ange, celebrating his birthday this coming Wednesday. The Colonel in charge of the Western New York Theater of Operations and all pooch pits, grilling, smoking, and barbecuing-related maneuvers, a very Happy birthday to Colonel Ange. And I can tell you one thing. It may be snowing. It may be incredibly frigid next Wednesday in Buffalo. I don't know. It could be 10 degrees. could be 40. could be minus 50. But I do know one thing. The pooch pit will be open for business because Colonel Ange is not deterred by rain, sleet, snow, drizzle, scorching heat. The elements do not bother Colonel Ange. So a very happy birthday to Colonel Ange, I'm sure. Mrs. Colonel Ange Rita and, uh, and, and uh, Private G 
will be cooking up a very special feast for Colonel Ange. Give Colonel Ange one day of respite in the pooch pit. So, isn't that why that, the pooch Sergeant pit's Steve? open? Isn't that why the pooch pit's open? Why is that? Because Mrs. Colonel Ange is cooking dinner. Uh, well, that's true. Yes, yes. Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Colonel Ange Rita will be the first to acknowledge. Not one of the. Uh, better-known culinary chefs in the country. However, maybe she'll make a reservation somewhere. Or, or take out Uber, Uber Eats. One of the three, you can't go wrong. But give Colonel Ange a break. So happy birthday to Colonel Ange and Mama the Brit. Speaking of Brits, the name is Bond. James Bond. Now, when you think about James Bond, you think about somebody who's suave, debonair, confident, astute, well-dressed, well-groomed. In fact, like I'm describing myself here. But James Bond, Agent 007, loves the ladies, loves the libation, loves the action and excitement, loves his cigar. Well, the current James Bond, not so much. He's To me, he's, there's only one James Bond, Sean Connery. Hello, I'm Sean Connery. Whenever I travel around the globe, I bring my shitty bank visa card. I never leave home without it. The great Sean... Today, Sean Connery could still play 007. But a study that was done, I see this, a researchers from the University of, that great well-known institution, the University of Otago in New Zealand, published a paper in the Medical Journal of Australia saying, claiming, that the great James Bond, the name is Bond, James Bond 007, is a severe alcoholic. Does, do the researchers know that James Bond is a fictional character? It's a movie, a book, fictional character. They say he has a severe drinking problem and should seek help, arguing in a new paper titled License to Swill. How creative. Not License to Kill. License to Swill. The researchers wrote, and I quote, there is strong and consistent evidence that James Bond has a chronic alcohol consumption problem at the severe end of the spectrum. Great. The uh, MI6 can go uh, send him to the Betty Ford Center to get uh, rehabbed. Are you kidding me? And their basis, they're saying that during the six decades James Bond has been on the big screen, a drink touched the secret agent's lips 109 times at an average of 4.5 times per movie. Now, can you imagine these researchers actually, who've got nothing better to do, actually sat there and said, okay, we're going to watch all these movies, and every time he takes a drink, yep, we're going to mark it down. Can you see them just sitting there with their little pen and their clipboard saying, oh, there's one. Oh, he just took another sip. There's two. He's a severe alcoholic. There's three. Let's get the women's temperance movement involved with James Bond. Somebody had to watch every one of those movies to count the fact that he took a drink 109 times. And they say that James Bond's biggest binge was in the 2008 Bond movie Quantum of Solace, where he downed six Vesper martinis. And they say that would put his blood alcohol level at 036 well into the range that can be fatal. Now, he didn't drink all six at one time throughout the course of a two-and-a-half-hour movie. Do they not understand it is fiction? Do these researchers who have no life 
get the fact that it is make-believe? And they say that when he drinks, Bond engages in risky behavior like having sex with enemies, sometimes with guns or knives in bed. Oh, oh, the humanity. Have it. You know what? I got to bring it is. We've got to bring out the master thesp- And now we bring you another wussified beta teaching moment from the world's greatest alpha. Master Thespian, Sir Davidus Generalis. Oh, James Bond, 007, agent for MI6. The man is a lush when he drinks his Vespa martinis. Bond engages in risky behavior, such as having sex with enemies. Even with guns or knives in bed. Oh, my heavens. The outrage. Oh, the humanity. James Bond smashing up cars and yielding guns, jumping from planes, risky behavior everywhere. Please, James, I implore you, sir. Oh, great 007, oh, great MI6 agent, please. Please seek help. Please seek guidance and assistance. And check into the Betty Ford Center immediately. Should you require one more Vespa Martini, we shall provide you. However, please, please abstain from martinis, from alcohol, and for that matter, bodacious, beautiful women. And by golly, please, please, no weapons. Trade in your gun. Trade in your gun for an olive branch. And there, my friends, you have it. Ay, ay, ay. These people, the mere fact that they spent time on this is so ridiculous. They say that the authors, the researchers, suggested that Bond's workplace, MI6, should become a responsible employer and offer James Bond support services and change its own workplace drinking culture. Sure. Can you imagine James Bond walking in, in his tuxedo, cigar in hand, beautiful women into a casino saying, I'll have a Coke, please. Or I'll have a glass of milk. Yeah, I don't think so. Sorry, James Bond, milk, Coke, water, orange juice, not going to do it. Not going to do it. Further, they say that MI6 management needs to redefine Bond's job to reduce his stress levels. More field support and a stronger team approach are needed so that his duties do not weigh as heavily upon him. Here's what's... Now, first of all, think about this for a second. The name of the movie in the series is James Bond. It's not James Bond in team or MI6 team. It's James Bond. The character, the central character, the main character, the primary character is James Bond. The name is Bond, not his team. The fact that these researchers would actually write this drivel and say, we need to reduce his stress levels, have a team approach. We can't have somebody being just singularly the, the star and the lead. Have a team approach. Maybe become a responsible employer. Change the drinking culture. Don't reimburse James Bond for any alcoholic beverages. Here's what's even more disturbing. This particular article that was in the Medical Journal of Australia, won first prize in the Medical Journal of Australia's Christmas competitions, 
which they submit quirky studies. But the mere fact that anybody would sit there and say, James Bond drank 106 times in, I don't know, what is there, 25 movies, 20, whatever it is, and that we need to, we need to eliminate his drinking. I mean, six drinks in one movie, that could kill him. Please, enough already. This is the lunacy that we're now seeing from the enemies of pleasure. They're taking a fictional movie character, somebody universally. I don't care if you are a big moviegoer or not. Everybody knows Bond. If you say 007, people say, oh, yeah, James Bond. Or the correct way should be Bond, James Bond. Everybody knows who James Bond is around the world. Ubiquitous name. No ifs, ands, or buts. Now, here's some things these researchers may want to consider. The good part about consuming libations in moderation. Researchers found in a study involving Harvard University that tracked more than 21,000 men and women living in Italy for six years that moderate consumption of alcohol, a glass of wine a day, means a lower risk of hospitalization and of suffering heart disease. They are less likely to be admitted to hospitals than teetotalers. It found that teetotalers were 11% more likely to end up being hospitalized compared with those who drank a small amount of alcohol every day, equivalent to one 125-milliliter glass of wine every day. Now think about this. We've seen this. We know that alcohol is... Uh, the effect of alcohol on the body in moderation tends to make the blood vessels more flaccid, not brittle. And we have seen the evidence over years that moderate consumption of drinking is good. Now, the perfect example is a friend of the show, Richard Overton. America's oldest man, 112 years of age, who enjoys his have a tamp of cigars every day, and he enjoys a tablespoon of whiskey in his coffee every morning. Why? He said it keeps the muscles nice and loose, keeps everything moving and circulating. Richard's not a physician, but Richard is right. And by the way, if you've never had a chance to listen to the interview, and we did a, a, a video as well when I was in Austin. Uh, this was, uh, what, about a year and a half ago during Special Alpha Mission 111, where I actually went to go see Richard Overton right at his house on the porch, gave him a couple of boxes of cigars. We uh, smoked some cigars. We chit-chatted. Got a great interview with him, 112 years of age, spry, drove until he was, I think, 110 or 109, and the one thing he said is, put a little bit of alcohol in your, in your coffee every morning. Keeps everything nice and limber and loose. It's all good. He's right. The man was right. The study is right. But everything in moderation. We don't need to go crazy. Everything, common sense, moderation. All right, when we come back, i got to talk about one of my other favorite subjects, meat. Vegans not allowed here on the Cigar Dave Show. Two meat stories, one involving a tax, another involving... Kind of meat grown in a test tube when the final including concluding segment of this edition 
of The Cigar Dave Show comes your way next. Get the latest cigars, hand-picked by the general each month, delivered straight to your door when you join the Cigar Dave Officers Club. For just $22.95 a month, you'll receive three premium cigars in a customized Ziploc Cigar Dave pouch. To join, go to CigarDave.com. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. If you're a beginner, or if you just enjoy a great mild cigar like I do in the morning, I suggest you try the Vintage 99. This seven-year-old Connecticut wrapper delivers a creamy, mild, smooth flavor. It's very, very balanced on your palate, and it absolutely is delightful. Tons of flavor, a perfect draw, and an incredible ash. This cigar is smooth, it will entice you to enjoying more and more of the Vintage 99s. It's just a nice, great, balanced, smooth cigar. Look for it, the oldest Connecticut shape in the market today. I'm Rocky Patel, and I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer and heart disease. The Cigar Dave Show is available 24-7, 365 via the Cigar Dave mobile app for Android, iPhone, as well as Amazon Kindle. You don't need to be in front of a radio. You just need to have your mobile device ready to go. And you can listen to me take on the enemies of pleasure. Talk about the alpha male good life as we talk cigars, spirits, diversions, grilling, everything associated with the alpha male good life. So go download the Cigar Dave mobile app today, presented by Diamond Crown. And you can listen to the show live, noon to 2 Eastern time, anywhere around the world. And as soon as the show is done, we run a continuous loop. The show is also available on demand. Also our Twitter feed, Facebook feed, and the ability for you to record a message and send it directly to us. So go right now, if you've got an Android, an iPhone, or the Amazon Kindle, Go and download the Cigar Dave mobile app presented by Diamond Crown. Never miss a minute of a Cigar Dave show with the Cigar Dave mobile app. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. Have a holly jolly Christmas. And when you walk down the street, say hello. The great Johnny Mathis. And we wish all of you a Merry Christmas. Holiday season full upon us. Hanukkah concluded. Christmas up next. Followed by New Year's Maneuvers. And next week, Sergeant Steve, that is correct. We'll be conducting our Happy New Year champagne and sparkling wine tasting show. We're going to run that over the next couple of weeks. Reason being, we do get some preemptions with football. So we're going to run it both weeks. And many people say, hey, General, I heard you talk about this, but I didn't write it down. And we're going to have a PDF of all the wines, or sparkling wine and champagne selections. So you can go into your wine store. We're going to guide you everything you need to know. We'll have the whole crew. Sergeant Steve, last year, what did we do? I think we did like, what, 18 or something like that in terms of... Uh, Champagnes and sparkling wines? That's about right. Yeah, that was about what we did. Yeah. I think we're going to top gonna, that this year. We're going to try to break it. And, and uh, we've got the princess, Princess Debbie, who will be joining us, conducting some special libationary maneuvers, Samadier Dave, the whole crew, so that should be good. All right. 
Meat. America runs on meat. Beef. It's what's for dinner. Except if you live in a vegan house where you look sickly and, you know, your skin is like kind of loose and you've got that whitish, almost ghost-like color to it. But America runs on meat. Well, researchers at Oxford University. Another reason why I wanted to have Mick the Brit on, but Mick the Brit. Busy with Mama the Brit's birthday celebration weekend. Researchers at Oxford University wanted to determine the level of tax needed to offset the health care costs of eating red meat and processed meat. Now, I don't eat processed meat anymore. I got rid of all the processed meat, but I eat a lot of meat. Since I lost uh, a lot of weight number a couple of years ago, I've refined my diet. I'll have butter. I'll have olive oil. I'll have meat. I'll have fish. I try to eat clean, meaning I don't, to anything that's got more than like one ingredient, when I mean one ingredient, like if you look at the side of a package of soup or anything you buy in the store and there's like 48 ingredients with all these chemicals, I try to stay away from that. That I just stay away from. But meat, yeah. I had a nice uh, sirloin for dinner last night. Tonight I'm going to have uh, some nice veal. Love meat. Healthy. Good. But researchers now at Oxford University, they want everybody to become vegan. They calculated the increasing the cost of red meat by 14% and processed meat by 79% would prevent the deaths of nearly 6,000 people and, and save the British National Health Service over a billion, $1.4 billion annually. It would mean a packet of sausages, which is about two and a half uh, pounds, which I think is about 350, would rise to like six bucks. A filet steak would go from five hundred, uh, five and a half pounds to six twenty-seven. So you're looking at probably six and a half dollars to like seven and seven seventy-five. The World Health Organization has classified beef, lamb, and pork as car as carcinogenic when eaten in processed form. And I like how they say this: probably cancer-causing when consumed unprocessed. So wait a minute, if I have a steak then all of a sudden now it probably, probably is not science. The lead researcher said nobody wants governments to tell people what they can and can't eat. However, our findings make it clear that the consumption of red and processed meat has a cost, not just to people's health and the planet, but also to the healthcare systems and the economy. So here's the deal. They first come after your meat. Then they say, well, you know what? Chicken and turkey, that, that's got to cost too because, again, we're using all the, look at the greenhouse gases, and that's another excuse they're using, saying, oh, greenhouse gases, global warming, got to eliminate this. They just don't like the fact that we are carnivores. They think everybody should subscribe to their diet, to becoming a vegetarian or a vegan. Sorry, this is the same group that also called for a sugar tax to be introduced a couple of years ago, saying it would bring significant health benefit. Now, I've cut out a lot of sugars. I'll occasionally have something, but I am way down in the number of sugars. But I didn't need government to tell that to me. I don't want government telling that to me. I'll make up my own decision on what I want to eat when I want to eat it, period. Now, I like steak, but I can tell you one thing. I'm a little bit leery about eating steak grown in a lab. For the first time, an Israeli startup called Aleph Farms. Aleph is the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Aleph Farms, which got its start from uh, food giant that owns Sabra. They make hummus. They're a big investor. Said they have produced the world's first lab-grown steak. Based on photos and video, the thin but steak-like cut of beef 
is a big milestone toward eventually making meat without slaughter that is ready for people to eat. Now, the initial products, they said, are thin, but the technology they developed marks a big breakthrough in producing a cell-grown steak. I'm looking at this thing. It is looks like a flank steak, real thin. I don't want a test tube. I want a, I want a piece of steak from a cow. I don't want my steak grown in a test tube, but I want my steak. All right, hope you enjoyed today's edition of the Cigar Dave Show. The General Cigar Dave saying, Mayor Humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Sharp, Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long, Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Make America great again. Make masculinity great again. Screw the enemies of pleasure. Screw the vegans. Screw the vegetarians. Screw those that want to take away my right to enjoy a big, juicy steak, a nice cigar, a nice glass of wine or a glass of scotch, or any product I deem I want to consume.